0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host. Rich Dotson, you sound a
1: little bit out of breath, man. That, that was, was a lot of
0: and. That was a long and. <sighs> it's because of my lungs. I started running this week, mm-hmm. you know, on the treadmill over the last seven days. Yeah, only a mile. That's it. Because I hate running more than anything. Like really, more than just about anything. I hate running. It took running.
1: you seven days to run a mile.
0: No, no, no. I've run a mile oh. over seven days, which is like seven miles, which is almost a marathon, which is almost makes me a marathon runner.
1: It's not even no. It's not almost a marathon. But okay.
0: Okay, well, a five K is three and a half miles. Okay. So I ran a ten K. <laughs>
1: You're you are some sort of math wizard.
0: Okay. So a ten K is ten thousand something and it's a marathon, right? So somebody says, Oh, I'm gonna go run a marathon tomorrow, I'm like, What are you running? I'm like, oh, I'm running ten K you wouldn't be like, Oh, that's not a marathon. Isn't
1: doesn't the K stand for kilometers, not thousand?
0: Dude, I, I do I look like I'm European
1: mm-hmm. to you? <laughs> I felt like we had this conversation the other day. I'm a runner,
0: right. Matt. Okay? You can't tell by all the "and" I just said without not even being out of breath. Right. Yeah. So I'm your host, Marathon Running Dynasty Rich. He's Matt O'Hara, Mr. Negative.
1: Captain Negativity. Okay. Yeah.
0: You know, I have running shoes, Matt. I'm a runner.
1: All right. Forrest guy Worst can, thing. I, let's well, do this.
0: Worst thing I've ever done in my life. is Literally, I look at the treadmill and it says, 0.2 miles in. i'm like this is the worst decision i've ever made in my life
1: i'm not a big fan of running either especially on treadmills
0: i wonder how long this is gonna last i just figured out like i'm almost 40 like i should probably start doing some cardio
1: no cardio is really good yeah you should definitely do it okay well it's horrible
0: uh, after our latest podcast review nobody wants to hear about our lives oh that's right yeah <laughs> nobody cares about us personally <laughs> get to the dynasty information well um so here we are this week we're gonna be talking about some injuries couple of players here. I know next week we're going to get into since we have, we're only a couple of weeks away from the playoffs. So next week we're going to talk about players that we think you should go out and try and make a strong push for players that we think will hold value down the line, um, that fall into the line. We've had, we've done this a lot where we'll give you a couple guys, Hey, grab trade for this guy now. And maybe next year or two years from now, they're going to hold some really good value. And I feel like over the last couple of years, a lot of those guys have panned out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about those guys next week. So there's some guys that had some big games this week. Some of those guys might be on the talk next week. Josh Reynolds won't be on that list, Be he had a big week. He did have a big week. Only because Cooper Cup's there. Mr. Mascot Mule's going to hold Josh down. Sorry, Josh. We liked you a lot coming out. You're you know, you're know tall. You're lanky. We liked him coming out. Remember that? We were like, oh, dude, Cooper Cup and Josh Reynolds. That's going to be the future there. Yep. And now it's Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. It is. I don't think there's room for a fourth man.
1: It's going to be tough to work in a fourth guy, especially with two very talented tight ends there as well.
0: Yeah, because Gerald Everett's coming along good. Tyler Higbee's coming along good. Yep. The whole game was pretty spectacular. I wouldn't know about the whole game because I fell asleep.
1: Um, I'm with you.
0: Yeah, I'm a little bitch.
1: We're both apparently little bitches.
0: I w- Dude, I woke up, and I was so pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like, I was on my couch. I'm watching the game. Halftime's getting close. It's, it's- drawn near, and I'm like... I'm pretty sleepy. I was like, stay up till halftime. Stay up till halftime. I think I fell asleep like a minute before, but then I woke up and it was halftime. I'm like, oh, look, I made it. And that's the last thing I remember. Then I was out. The world ended.
1: You know, you stay up late like one day on a weekend and and it ruins like five days to follow. I feel like it takes that long for my body to like catch back up. So
0: Yeah, I was up like either it was either Sunday night or Monday night. I was like one of those nights I just couldn't sleep. So it caught up to me. Yeah, Sunday night I was up late for Mm -hmm. some reason. Just couldn't sleep. And then here comes Monday, almost forty, couldn't do it. Yep. So I woke up at like four thirty in the morning, so mad. First thing I do is look at my phone to see what the kind of score of the game was. I see it's 53, fifty three. I'm like, what the what? How in the what? In my in my but in my head I go, I was down in my uh, I think it was my five hundred dollar league. I was down like fifty points. I had Jared Goff and Robert Woods left. Oh,
1: like, so you you won that. Right? I did win it by yeah.
0: like 10 points. So I was like, well, that's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe Wood scored like 80 and Goff had like 82, you know? Right, right. And I look at the score and I look at the highlights. First thing I see is Tyreek Hill. I'm like, oh my <sighs> goodness gracious. Tyreek the
1: freak. Did man. I say
0: 10 for 215 and two twoeys? Two twoies.
1: Wow. That was a good game. Heck yeah, man!
0: First half, what I saw looked good. Second half, from what I read, looked even better.
1: I love it when games like that live up to the hype, man. You know, because there was nice. a ton of hype. I mean, for probably like the past month and a half. Um, just as soon as you know, as soon as these offenses really got rolling, like right at the beginning of the season, everyone everyone saw this this matchup as this huge shootout, and it really was. It lived
0: up to the hype, and it and was awesome. From a dynasty aspect, it's just I mean, you're you know, Pat Mahomes, QB one.
1: You're drooling. You want like you want five players from <laughs> from both these teams. You know what I mean? Like if you could get that in your starting lineup,
0: you're talking about like high. Like, you're rolling. So, like when we talk about this a couple month, months ago, when it comes to dynasty, who's your top quarterback? I mean, is there is there even a question now about being Pat Mahomes? Like clearly QB one when it comes to dynasty fantasy football,
1: he should be. Uh, easily. Yeah, easily.
0: Yeah, I agree. Jared Goff, top five, definitely. All right, yep. Todd Gurley, running back one arguably some people take him 1-1 in a dynasty startup which I still think I don't care. Anybody says is silly to take a running back 1-1 in a dynasty startup. That to me is still doesn't matter how good you are, it's foolish. Did Todd Gurley have a big game last night?
1: He mm. did not have mm-hmm. a, Yeah, it was a pedestrian uh, 12 for 55. There. Yeah. And a, and a few catches. And I
0: know, Rich, it's just one game, but I'm not I'm still not taking a quarterback 1-1. Uh running back 1-1. And you know, and obviously Tyreek Hill he's wide receiver one on the year. We're going to talk about him later. So we won't get into him and what his value is. Uh, We're going to talk about him a little bit later in the show. He's high end dynasty asset. Brandon cooks, high end dynasty asset, Travis Kelsey tight end one. Oh yeah. Pretty easily. Right.
1: Not even really a big question there.
0: I would take probably George Kittle, but only because I would wait only because
1: of age and stuff like that. Yes. I mean, mean,
0: it's still, It's silly because you know, there's no showing down, but I really like George Kittle a lot.
1: George Kittle's a nice asset, yes.
0: 12 months ago, I was sitting here talking about uh, Evan Ingram's asset. Right. And how nice it was. Now I'm sitting here talking about George. George, man. King of the jungle.
1: Yes. He's come yeah. a long way, quickly. And even
0: all three all three Rams receivers, you'd want, you know, Robert Woods, love him. Cooper Cup, love him. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks, love him. Tyler Higbee, Gerald Everett, I like them.
1: I definitely like them. If I could get a piece of those guys, I would. I would
0: see which I mean, one pans out.
1: Yeah, that's that's the tough thing. Like who, which guy is going to be the guy? You know, so you can I start
0: because right now you can't start either of those guys on consistent basis. But I am trading for. I'd I'd love to have them.
1: I, I actually came up. I mean, in a league, it's not a, it's not a dynasty league. So so forgive me for bringing this up. But Gerald Everett and um, Tyler Higby were on the waiver wire this past week. And I needed a I needed a tight end, and I ended up I I like flipped a coin like in my head. I'm like, which one of these guys is going to have the bigger week? I know Moscow Mule's out. These pro- these guys are probably going to see an uptick in value, but it'll probably just be one of them. I un- unfortunately I went with Tyler Higby instead of Gerald, um, Everett. Gerald Everett, who caught the two touchdowns, and it did end- it end up it ended
0: up costing me the game. But on my TV show this week, so on my TV show for Fox Sports, I do. My whole segment's basically based on not so obvious starts. That's right. my whole show. Mm-hmm. Like I want to give guys, uh, people to like look for, root for that aren't clear for their fans. It's a redraft show for right. TV. Um, and this week, I mean, I had Joe. I talked about Gerald Everett. I had Traquan Smith on there. I had Josh Reynolds on the oh, show. Yeah. I talked about. Um, and I had uh, like every single person I talked about on the show this week. Did. Did really well. That's awesome, man. You know, I talked about Alex Collins, who, I mean, obviously, Gus Edwards came out and had a big uh, game, which is somebody who's going to be on everybody's waiver wire pickup this week. Even right. If it, like, I went through Definitely. all my dynasty leagues to yep. see if he was available. I missed on every waiver claim, but he may lock up a starting job there. So a lot of, lot of big – a lot of names took some big steps forward this week. Guys like Traquan Smith, who we'll talk about next week. Um, Josh Reynolds, who we talked about now. But the game itself, like you said, lived up to the hype. Exciting offenses, man. That's where you want. And then they're all young guys that you want for your dynasty roster as well. So it's, it's it was a fun game to watch from a fantasy football perspective, not from a defensive perspective. You know, they scored some defensive touchdowns there as well. Right on. But that being said, there was some serious boo-boos this week, Matt.
1: There, let's get to the downerisms. Uh, yeah so um 33 years to the day of the joe the same score too same i saw same score everything
0: same injury
1: crazy alex smith breaks um the tib and the fib
0: yeah and spiral and there's sp- a spiral broken it broke it was a compound so it broke skin
1: Yep. Oh, gruesome
0: I saw the replay. It was gruesome.
1: I I didn't. I was lucky enough not to see any close-ups. But, I mean, even from the far away, um, you could see that his leg wasn't going the right oh, direction. Oh,
0: I'm a, I'm a disgusting human being, so I have to look at stuff like that. I, I just
1: didn't catch it. You know what I mean? Like, No, you're
0: just not brave enough. That's all.
1: I would look at that. I I watched the Marcus Lattimore leg flopping around about five or six times. That was
0: like six years ago.
1: Right. But his leg was just flopping around God, as, forgot, as if it was independent that, from dude. his body. Yeah, it was.
0: God, remember how good he was going to be? Yeah. He was such a good running back, and yep. then just one injury. See ya. Yep. Adios. Yeah. So it was gruesome. He's thirty three years old. Uh, Colt McCoy is gonna come in now, be the starting quarterback. So if you are in a super flex league, I know it's probably too late now when this podcast comes out on Wednesday, uh, but if he's obviously available on your waiver wire, it'd be a great pickup.
1: It yeah, definitely. I mean, he'll get you. He'll get you points. I mean, I don't know. Colt McCoy. I can't get too excited. But no, we
0: just need Chris Thompson to come back and just eat up all those dumb ball passes. Yeah. I think Jordan Reed might be a benefit here as well. Um, not as much of a guy like Josh Dodson.
1: Right. No, that's not going to help Josh Dodson. Who who knows what it does to guys like um, Trey Quinn and, and stuff like that. I think he, it could help Trey Quinn, he again, for what he does. Right.
0: Trey Quinn comes in, uh, had a really nice week. Did he not lead the team in targets this week?
1: Uh, I don't have it right in front of me. I, bl- I believe he did lead the team, though.
0: So former SMU guy, you know, him and Cortland Sun came out. somebody we liked, Mr. Relevant, this year's draft. Just, just, might,
1: came, just came off the IR. This was his first week of any sort of NFL action. So
0: And I'm sure he's somebody that probably worked with Colt McCoy a little bit more than he worked with Alex Smith as right. well. That's, so that's th- where I was thinking maybe. They the, might have a nice rapport yeah. there. Trey Quinn, somebody um, who's obtainable for sure in your leagues. I know you love him i liked him we talked about him a lot during the rookie draft process something that we really did like uh his skill set being how shifty he is how much he, he, he pretty much catches everything yeah his, his really catch percentage is unreal um he had like a little over 1100 yards more than Cortland Sutton coming out of his final year as well took a big step uh there so trey quinn is somebody who i can see as a nice somebody we probably won't talk about next year but somebody next week that is but somebody I would put in that list of somebody I would like to get some shares of.
1: I've been I've been acquiring him. We'll put it that way. You I know, you have been uh, in in different ways. I got him off the waiver wire in one league, which was crazy. Somebody dropped him like right before he was
0: literally just got dropped this week, and he swooped him. I saw that in waiver wire transaction in that league. I'm like, what? I didn't even know he's a free agent. And I had to go back through the transaction to see where was cut, and like he was literally cut, and then you swooped him up. I'm like, I, oh. that was it as
1: soon as it? You know, because there's like a day in our league. There's like one day once a guy gets dropped that he can be people could put in waiver claims. I didn't put a waiver claim in for him. Um I, but I swooped him the second he came unlocked and nobody nobody claimed him.
0: There were so many like crazy things going on this this week. There's a lot of waiver wire action. I saw the same thing in a league where somebody dropped Keelan Cole and they picked up somebody and I saw and I was like, "Oh, Keelan Cole got dropped." And like, I saw like Keelan Cole dropped at 12:42. Keelan Cole picked up at 12:44. I am like, <laughs> "All right. Well, I was sleeping at 12:44 clearly." <laughs> missed that one, yeah. So you know, so Washington obviously out there. Uh, they're they're waiting until next year. It looks like the surgery went well today. So Alex Smith should be back next year. It's a long road to recovery there, but he's got plenty of time to recover. Uh, didn't hear anything about any ligament damage or anything along those right. lines. So sh- he should be okay. They'll have Darius guys back next year. Josh Dotson, another year acclimating that offense. I'm sure they'll do something else to address the receiver position um, as well there, because I know. Uh, uh, Jamison Crowder is a free agent after this year, so they'll probably be looking for receiver help in that market to go along with the offense. Offense should be a little bit better next year, but it, I'm sorry, they may be drafting a quarterback there in Washington.
1: I would imagine you know, Alex Smith is is going to be one of those placeholder holder type of guys for a guy that
0: they draft. Marcus Mariota got hurt? Yeah. yeah. Uh, elbow sprain. Same elbow sprain that caused him to lose the feeling in his fingers of his hand. Didn't come back. Did he come back in the game? I don't think he did. No, I don't think he did either. He it's it, concerning
1: because it was pretty cool because you know Tom Brady was on bye, so I needed Marcus Mariota for literally one freaking week, and um he, he gets injured and doesn't get me any freaking like got me like three points or you something. You son of a gun! Yeah, th- thanks for nothing,
0: Marcus. You might as well started Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: Yeah, he got me one point in another league, one point, one point two, I think.
0: I only say that because I know you started Ryan Fitzpatrick
1: <laughs> in a different league. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was awesome. that, I was in a league where all my quarterbacks were on by and I had Jameis Winston, so I just started him just for the hell of it, just because I had to put somebody in there, and had a chance to score, and he got me seventeen points. Yeah. yeah. So that was nice. Um so Mariota, this is made this is really concerning only because it's the same elbow, same injury, you just got hurt. This could be and the problem is it's it's like a nerve thing.
1: Right. And nerves typically if they don't come back um right away, like if it's a stinger and it goes away quickly, then he's fine. But if it's a nerve thing, like there's no set timetable for how a nerve heals. It could be years. It, I mean, it could, but you know, chances of it being years is probably a little overblown. But it could well, be. I can't be dramatic. It could be. We're doing a podcast. It could be the rest of this season. We're you know entertaining I mean?
0: people's ears. Well, yeah,
1: but you want to give them good information, this not could be not not crazy information. I know. Um, but it could be the rest of this year before his whatever. Ha- I mean, this is the second time it's happened this year, so.
0: Makes it worse. Yeah, absolutely. Twice as long. So if it took six months, it could take 12, 12 months. Oh, Jesus. Which is a year. And if it took 12 months in a day, it'd be over a year. Over a year. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. So I am right.
1: Now you're being crazy
0: again. I said years, so it's not technically right. Months upon months. Months upon months. Which add up to years. Um, so elbow sprain from Moreno. Blank Gabbert comes in. This is just kills everybody's value.
1: Yeah, you don't want to have any piece of that.
0: Mm-mm. And we need Corey Davis development here.
1: We need Corey Davis. Janu Smith has been doing well over the past few weeks as well. I think he scored touchdowns in two weeks leading up to this week. I don't know that he did this week. but I,
0: I would use this then next couple of weeks just on the, the start of the entire career. Like hopefully then the whole Tennessee thing kind of – Mario is going to be back most likely before – and this he probably will yeah. I'd say but if he's not like i would try and use that somehow to buy Corey davis because i'm always trying to still buy Corey davis nobody's ever selling now. right like, i'm just waiting i'm just hoping people are like wow he hasn't really produced like those high-end numbers like week in week out and i'm just like sell him to me
1: well i think i think especially in wide receivers um if it doesn't click right away guys are more likely and ladies are are more likely to, to hold those guys just a little bit longer because wide receivers the history of wide receivers you know coming into the league is that it takes a few years
0: yeah but you know me i'm always looking for that one guy that's very impatient you never know they're you, everywhere you they're in know. every dynasty league. Like those guy, that one guy that's just like wait well, you haven't you haven't you haven't given me 38 points every single week since i drafted you that's it you're off the roster you're out of here sir give me michael crabtree bring him in <laughs> uh More injuries. Matt Mitch Trubisky hurt his shoulder. This is uh big news because he plays on Thursday. Yeah. So there's a chance he's not going to play Thursday. I mean, on such short notice, it, it, you could, he says he's going to be okay. I'm reading reports he's not going to play. If you're in a super flex league, I highly recommend picking up Chase Daniel if you need a quarterback to play. Right. You know, if some area went and took up Colt McCoy uh chase daniels should be available on your waiver wire would be a pretty good pickup which i'd be okay because you know chase daniel is a vet and, and a one-week start in that matt nagy offense with the weapons he has i feel like he would be suitable enough to at least get in there and give me some points
1: love your reasoning there um I totally agree with you. He's a nice little spot starter.
0: Yeah, so for one week short on Thanksgiving, it's a short rest for the defense as well. I think Chase Daniel would be a great pickup just to get in and get out there. If he doesn't play, um, I'm definitely picking him up in a super flex league just in case to, put, to back that up there. Going to the running back side here, Karen Johnson sprains his knee. No! Uh, he's out for about – it's a week to week.
1: It's week to week. I mean, it's an MCL strain, so typically that's like a three to four week type of thing, but – who knows? It
0: just sucks that he's just now really starting to come out. And this is something that we mentioned at the beginning of the year. Like, hey, Karrion John's, Johnson's value is going to be really next year. Expect him to start slow, but by the end of the year, towards the end of the year, he's going to be looking what we think he's going to look like. And so far, literally, everything we talked about Karrion Johnson from the moment we started scouting this guy to now has literally come to fruition, yep. and now he gets hurt.
1: Yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, he, he was having a, a big week also, so it's another one of those things where... You know, if you had him in your lineup, you were, you were liking where the numbers were going, then all of a sudden there was an abrupt stop, and then you see the the stuff come across the bottom line. And you're like, damn
0: it! And he's so, someone we were talking about just a couple of weeks ago, saying, hey, like we highly recommend, like it's about to change here for carry on. Yep. And right when we mentioned, I think it's when it did change, when they started slowly taking away the the blunt carries and the theoretic third down carries, and ever since we mentioned, it, hey, go overpay for carry on. If you would have done it that day, you would have came away really happy. Right. I still feel that way about Carry. Yeah. Like I I I think Carry a future star. Yeah. In this league. Like I think he's and going to be in a category of all these running backs. I feel really good about the depth of running backs in dynasty fantasy football right now. Like that that tide has completely changed from where it was where we were 5 years ago where there's no running backs oh, really like that like you love. Nothing, loved. man. Yeah. And now, and that that even goes back more to the case of why I would never take Todd Gurley 1-1. You know what I mean? Like, I'd much rather have DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, and Michael Thomas. And yeah, you could have Todd Gurley, but then I'll come back with that high first-round pick, and I'm going to get a guy like... Carry on, Johnson. I'm gonna get a guy like Dalvin Cook. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get two good running backs compared to year one.
1: I i totally agree. The landscape has changed completely over the past few years.
0: And now, when you look at some of these depth at receiver, it's like that's where the that's where some of the concern is. Like there's right. A that's lot what of that's what that's where the dearth is.
1: Yeah, there's there's not that much, man.
0: It's just a lot, a lot of those young guys haven't come to fruition to the point where like either they're now they're stars. When you got like the guys we mentioned, like Michael Thomas went from. Rookie to superstar. Right. Same, same thing Beckham. with like Odell. Right, rookie right. to superstar. Yep. Tyree Kill from rookie to superstar, essentially. I mean, it took one year after yeah. that. But, yeah. I mean, a lot of these young guys are like built in. So now we're just waiting for guys like to come on afterwards. Guys like Corey Davis, Cortland Sutton, um, you know, along those lines, because we had a lot of like fizzles. You know, Laquan Treadwell, Josh Dotson, Corey Coleman, that whole draft class besides oh, yeah. Michael Thomas just fizzled out there. And these running backs just keep hitting pay dirt. There's not a lot of swings and misses when it comes to running backs, um, at least from our viewpoint. You know, guys, some guys, a lot of guys that were people who were taking high. We were telling you not to take high, so we were never considering them anyways. But with this over influx of just talented running backs and even some of these vets aren't that old a guy like Le'Veon bell who we considered you know a long time vet in the league is only 26 years old so even some like him holds value for the next four years which is a long time when it comes to dynasty fantasy football a lot of depth out there a lot of it a lot of depth makes it easier to go get but now it's that receiver that's really hard to get so carry-ons to me is somebody that you know, When I say he's going to be super elite and put him in the, pit, the the top end of these running backs, I mean, maybe he's running back nine on the year, which you'd say, oh, where's the depth on that? But in most years, if you go back a couple of years, he'd probably be running back four, five on the year. It's just right now there's some really good players out there. Even some of these guys in really high-end offenses, guys like Cream Hunt, who's really good, but also benefits from being a really good offense. So carry on out. Um, maybe you can use that for somebody that has carry on. And they're relying on him to make that push to make the playoffs, and they need a running back. Now, maybe you can offer. Maybe you're maybe, maybe you're out of it, right? Maybe right. you're like maybe you're the four seed, and you have a running back. I'm trying to think of like somebody who who's good, but be like a tier below carry on that you could offer for that. Where somebody feel like okay, I'm not Philip Lindsay, but maybe even maybe maybe a guy like Philip Lindsay, maybe it would work. Like, hey, I'll give you Philip Lindsay for Carryon Johnson.
1: I mean right now Philip Lindsay has more points than Karrion Johnson so I mean I don't know I'm,
0: I'm thinking long term no I, I, I totally mean, I totally understand he'd, that. Be a, he'd be below that tier no it, definitely
1: that's that's what I'm saying it might it might be a legitimate um trade offer you know what I mean like the person might go oh well I'm I'm getting upgraded right now you know you give me Philip Lindsay and, and I'm getting carrying Johnson so I mean the, there's good logic behind that one at least yeah you know, I mean
0: that's that's the way yeah. I'm approaching it wise if like okay does that person have carry on? Is he in the playoff hunt? Does he need carrying to keep going? Okay, what can I offer? What kind of coal can I be to fuel that fire to keep his thing going where I get some value back because he needs to carry on and he's out for three to four weeks, potentially. I know mm-hmm. it's week to week, but like you said, maybe it is three weeks. That's the playoff start in two three the playoffs start in three weeks. Right.
1: So You don't want to be you don't wanna be iffy, you know what I mean? Going into the playoffs.
0: I mean, so I might use that injury to kind of get on there and I might overpay like Maybe I would offer. He's like Lindsay. He's like, no, I don't want Lindsay. I want Carryon long term. I'm like, all right. What if I give you Lindsay and a 2022nd? I'm like, oh wow, yeah, I gotta take that trade. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I'm cool with that. Right. You know what I mean? I'd much rather have Carryon. Carrion's only 21 years old. Philip Lindsay's 23 years old. Um, Carrion, again. I think he's set up long term to be a very, very successful running back in this league. And the fact that he plays in that dome it, to me is just tremendous. I think his third down uh, capabilities are going to only get better. Again, when we came out, I comped him to like a poor man, Le'Veon Bell, behind that line of scrimmage. The way he plays, mm-hmm. uh, there's no reason to think that he can't get to that point. I know it's you know Le'Veon's a high bar to put him there, but again, I mean that's somebody, like I get, that's what I comped him to when I watched his tape. For, for his patience and whatnot, right, right. and I like the way he caught the football, and, I, and I, that's why I said everything he does kind of reminded me of that. Remember, Le'Veon Bell, his rookie year wasn't Le'Veon Bell. It was year two where Le'Veon took a big step forward and became Le'Veon Bell. I see the same things. I do. I see the same things in Kerry and Johnson. I do. So that's why I would make that push, hoping he can even go, you know get higher from what I'm saying, oh, running back eight, nine on the year, when we're talking about running back five.
1: I was going to say, he could
0: easily propel himself in the top five. It's just hard. It's just hard. Because yep. you can say he made the same argument if he starts every week about Aaron Jones. You know what I mean? Like, legitimately, when it comes to fantasy production points, like, oh, where's Aaron Jones now that he's locked in? But we'll talk about him in a little bit as well. Um, more injuries. Let's get through some of these injuries. Doug Martin uh, hurts his ankle, but he's just day to day. DeAndre Washington came in the second half, finished today. That whole team's a, just a cluster ass Dumpster fire. You man. know. Yep. I don't like Doug Martin. I don't like DeAndre Washington. I don't like anybody on the Oakland Raiders. I don't even like Derek Carr. All right. I have Derek Carr in a Super Flex League. I don't like him there. I don't want him on my team, but he's there because he's young. He's a quarterback. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, he's gorgeous eyes. But what is that doing for me? Doesn't do anything for me, Matt. Doesn't score me fancy points. No. Okay, this isn't Playgirl. I don't care about this nonsense. I need fancy production. Who from Oakland is giving me fancy production? Jared Cook do you think Jared Cook's a long-term dynasty asset? No, he's a free agent after this year. He's going to go somewhere else and beat, break their all-time re- receiving records for a tight end for a game, and that's it. That's all he's going to do. Besides that, give me Marshawn Lynch. What, what is he going to do, become part of the Labrea tarpits Tar Pits? No thanks for him either. Give me some Skittles. I got to go. So for me, Doug Martin, DeAndre Washington, this is just a, a quick blurb in the news. And I'm just kind of overblown about it. Oakland's terrifying me. I don't know what they're doing out there, but for if you have any of those for your dynasty team, you are not a happy camper.
1: <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, that was on. A, that was a rant right there, man.
0: That's it. Yep. That's all I got. Literally, that's all I got to say about Doug Martin.
1: I mean, the exact opposite of you know, like what I was saying earlier with with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Rams. Like, you want everything to do with those two teams. You want absolutely nothing to do with
0: Oakland. Yeah, like if you watch the Oakland Raiders play football, nothing. Right. Say you were an alien from Mars, and right. you're like, "Hey, they played football," and then you watch the Rams and Chiefs play football. You're like, "Are they even playing the same sport?" Like, I know I'm an alien, but is that Division One college and Division Two college? <laughs> I mean, I'm just making, I'm just pulling stuff on my alien green butt here. But is that what that is? <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, you know a lot about football."
1: Yeah, it's one smart. I mean, alien. it's
0: literally two different sports that they're playing.
1: It it looks completely different. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's very archaic. Those the, the Raiders.
0: <sighs> Let's move on, Matt. Let's move on, man. OJ Howard. Poor OJ. O.J. Howard gets hurt. Uh he's out for the year. Foot and ankle injury here, so he gets put on IR, which is gonna bring Cameron Braight. Some a little bit concerning only because like he went on IR last year, his rookie year for the mm-hmm. same thing. Ankle issues. I saw a good tweet on here. Let me bring it up here from um John Paulson who runs four for four um, just, it had some numbers on here that uh about Cameron brake because now Cameron Brate's coming in. We all know Cameron Brate is good when Jameis Winston's in there. He's always had a really good report for him.
1: I saw I saw this tweet. I know what you're talking and about. And
0: it's it it's for since 2017. This is for um at four for four underscore John um John Paul C. owns four for four dot com. It's a great website. Um, since 2017, Cameron Brate has accounted for 12.3 percent of the targets. 12.5% of the receptions, 12.2% of the yards, and 26% of the touchdowns from Jameis Winston. Clearly a favorite target for Jameis Winston here. If you've sat on Cameron Brait, you're going to be very happy going forward here. Definitely if you're making a playoff push. Right. If you are making a playoff push and you don't have Cameron Brait, but you need tight end help, now's a good time to probably get Cameron Brait for pretty cheap. You know, Maybe you give a 19 second for Cameron Brake And yeah, I know that's a lot for about next couple months. But remember, we play this game to win, right? If something like that can get you where you need to be, you should never worry about a 19 second to win a league. Cameron Brake is going to be a tight end win most likely going forward here. If you need tight end help, there's no reason you can't get Cameron brake for a 19 second. Don't overthink this. Don't overvalue that 19 second. That 19 second... Maybe to turn out to be somebody okay. Maybe it turned out to be somebody really good. I would get bet against that and bet odds against that altogether. And even if that player does that you trade away and somebody drafts a player there and that player turns out to be good. One doesn't even mean that you would have drafted that player. First of all. And second is if you want a championship, who gives a rats behind you want a championship and you are a champion. Queen wrote a song about you. Okay. So you are glorious and you should ride in that glory on your white horse and feel like the champion you are. Cause all that matters is how many championships you win. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Literally in this league, nothing else matters. We're talking about players that you should trade for long-term. Next week is because we want your team to be good so you can win multiple championships. At this point in the year, draft picks, smash picks. That's, I don't even know, that's not a real word. But I don't give a rats behind about that either.
1: I, could, c- I couldn't have said it better myself.
0: You got to make moves, man. You can't be. I see it too much in Dynasty where people get too wrapped up about these like draft picks, right? I love draft picks. You need them to, you need them to win. 2020 class looks like it's gonna be pretty sweet. If you're in a super flex league, that 2020 class is gonna be glorious. You might have Dwayne Caskins in there, Tua, uh uh Herbert. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be sexy ass class, right? And then knowing kind of all the running backs out there, 19 class, you might have a running back here and there. You have a couple good, really tight ends like Noah Fan out of Iowa. You're gonna have maybe like a running back, you know, with Montgomery. Some really good receivers, but who cares about that? Are those guys gonna help you win a championship next year? Probably not. Do you wanna win a championship? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you play? the win a championship. That's it. It's not. That is have, it. It's
1: not to have the best roster.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you know how many times you hear in dynasty fans all we were like this? Oh, I know if I made that trade, it hurts me long term. Long term. What about this year, dude? Yeah. What do you need? Like, and I'm not talking about like. Sometimes your-
1: you gotta you gotta push all your chips in, man.
0: Yes, you have to sometimes. And I'm not talking about like cutting your legs out from under you and like killing yourself long-term. Right. Like you're not going up two first rounds for like Emmanuel Sanders because he's, you know, a top fantasy receiver this year. But you know, if somebody wants a late 19 first for Emmanuel Sanders and you're like, well, he's 30s and be a free agent next year, but you need that man, Samuel Sanders to win and you get up the 19 first, guess what, dude, give up the late 19 first, yep. do it, mm-hmm. do it. You got to win. You got to win this year. You don't know what's going to happen next year, right? You're like, oh, well, next year, I'll just do it next year. How many times I've told myself, well, I'll just win next year, and then all of a sudden, you know, Odell Beckham's out for the year. Yep. Ah, crap. Or Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon Bell decides not to play football all of a sudden hey, just I'm for just, a year. I'm, I'm just, just,
1: just going to sit out,
0: guys. I'm just going to go surfing, eat a couple Oreos. I'm taking time out. You don't know what's going to happen. You can't predict injuries. You got it, It's like everything. It's like in baseball when they make these moves. If you have an opportunity in front of you to win a championship, a legit chance, not one of these foolish chances to be the sixth seed, but a legit chance to win a championship, any move that you can make to bolster that roster, even if it's giving up something that you don't want to give up, but it's going to give you – that move makes you feel really good about winning the league. You make that move. Yep. And if you don't win the league, yeah, you know, it kind of sucks that you made that move, but at least you tried. At least you you're went not, for it, man. Yep. You're not a stagnant owner that's too – you know hesitant or scared you can't play dynasty scared i, I see it a lot man. you can
1: you just your your chances of winning are, are pretty slim
0: you know owning the site owning dynasty nerds doing everything we do and uh on twitter you know, over the last four and a half years has put me in a much a very broad spectrum of dynasty fans football and the way other people play and how they manage their teams and it just i would say i see at least 50 percent of that like Minimum of people that play Dynasty scared, and they won't give up a player because that's not fair value. That doesn't that doesn't seem fair. Do, does it help you win? We we talked about this one mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago about this oh. too. Does that help you win? That's all that matters. That man. is all that
1: matters. If we, it makes your starting lineup better and and gets you through the playoffs and to the championship and and gives you a shot at the championship. It doesn't matter that your team might suffer, you know, a little bit of a a, a downside next year. Maybe it, your team's terrible the, next through year through the draft. You know, like who cares?
0: What's my slogan for Dynasty Fantasy Football? Even when you're winning, even when you're losing, you're winning. So who cares if your team sucks next year? Then you get a high draft pick and you build up again. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I see some of these news and notes running. I'm like, oh, I like Dynasty Nerds podcast because they do talk about winning now. I don't listen to a lot of other Dynasty podcasts, but I don't know why they're not talking about that because that's all that. Again, that's all we play for to win. Yeah, it's cool to get a really good depth team and you can win multiple championships in a row. You've done it. You won sure. three in a row. So, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. But there's ways to do that by doing exactly what we're talking about as well. Right. You know, Just because you made this trade this player for a guy like Emmanuel Sanders doesn't automatically mean Emmanuel Sanders next year is going to be shitty because he goes somewhere else. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders signs with the Patriots. And all of a sudden, now Emmanuel Sanders holds equal value or more value. We don't know what's going to happen. Maybe he goes to the Dolphins and Ryan Tannehill takes a big step forward and he's the number one receiver there and he actually plays well. We, you don't know. You don't know. You can't predict the future. I can because I have crystal balls, but you can't because you don't have crystal balls. You know That's why I have Aaron Jones on my team and you have Jamal Williams because I have the balls, but you don't. But you can have other kind of balls and use those balls to make yourself better. You just got to put them on the table, you baby.
1: Gotta, you got to put them on the table every once in a while, man. Let them so, hang out.
0: Yeah, so O.J. Howard, Cameron Brait. I think Cameron Brake going forward is going to hold some pretty good value as tight end one value here. We just wrote out the stats, courtesy of John Paulson. I encourage you, if you need time to help, to go out there and get them. I think a 19-second is more than fair. Do you think a 19-second is more than fair for Cameron Brake?
1: I mean, if you're making the push, then, yeah, do it. It's, for a team that's out of it. Right, yeah, for a team that
0: obviously under the circumstance. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about just go trade for him, just, just go get him. Yeah, if
1: you're making a push, a 2019-second is not overpaying.
0: Okay, moving on. See, I'm not winning there. You want to know why?
1: Because
0: I'm a runner. Oh. That's geez. what I do. My, my lungs are strong.
1: You're not even at all winded. <sighs> you hear that? I did. Oh, Deep sounds horrible. Um,
0: Jimmy Graham. <laughs> I put too many bad things in my lungs. Um, I don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, Jimmy Graham breaks his thumb.
1: Breaks his thumb. Still wants to play. Not sure that's going to happen. Yeah.
0: Here's the thing. Okay. Jimmy Graham is somebody that. I wasn't really overly excited about this with. I had him on a roster. I traded him for a twenty twenty first before the season started. Love it. Love that trade. So proud of myself. Hold on. Oh, That's my Pat. back. Pat myself on the back. Love that move. Wasn't really overconfident in Jimmy Graham. I said it before the year. Like, I thought it was kind of weird. I thought it was a good spot in Aaron Rodgers with Aaron Rodgers. But I thought it would be overblown because Jimmy Graham over these last couple of years has literally been red zone dependent. That's where all his mm-hmm. fancy production has come from. That's what worried me. Now he wants to play with a broken thumb, so he's already not catching footballs in the middle of the field already, pretty much. And now he wants to play with a broken thumb, and he says he's going to try and play with a broken thumb. I don't think he's going to be overly productive with that broken thumb. Enter Lance Kendricks. Lance Kendricks is the backup there. If he's on your waiver wire, pick him up. I think this Jimmy Graham experiment is not going to last as long as he thinks it's going to last.
1: Uh, I mean, who's to really tell? Who, who really knows how long Jimmy Graham's going to be there? But I could. I I, are you are you going to break him out or no? I can. You want me to? Yeah, I'd love you to because I don't. I don't have them. No, you no. already said I, I don't have
0: I know you got no balls, but let me blow my balls. <laughs> oh, hello, sweet crystal balls. Let's. Uh, we have a question for you. Sorry, and uh, this is unexpected and unannounced, but we want to know how long this Jimmy Graham experiment's going to last with a broken thumb. Please, sweet succulent balls. Tell me how long he plays. 16 minutes. Wow.
1: That's it?
0: Yeah, that's it. That's not very long.
1: That doesn't seem long enough.
0: No. How many catches does he have? One. Huh. Okay. All right. All right. So there you go. Jimmy Graham. Don't play him. Sell him if you can. Good luck with that.
1: Have you seen the, the other guy that actually got a, a big pretty big play in this game, the, the tight end?
0: Oh, um, he's uh, Robert Tan- thai, Tanyan. What is it, it's like an Indian name, uh, like not, like Native American Indian, like Tanyan.
1: Something like that. I don't know what nationality is, but 54-yard completion for a touchdown. Is that
0: racial profiling? Yes. Oh, I apologize. Then.
1: Yeah. That's not you, man. No. All right.
0: It just sounded Tanyan. I understand. Does this make sense?
1: I understand. Yes.
0: Like if your name was like, Vincenzo, I would just assume you were Italian. Right. Is that racial profile? Yes. Okay. Well, okay. that's what I'm doing again. All right. No, I saw it, dude. It was his first catch. I right. saw it. It was, it was a beautiful throw by Aaron Rodgers. Correct. He was deep. He came across the end zone. He was running to the right. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers dropped it right in the bucket. I saw it. I'm not overly excited about it.
1: All right. I was just wondering.
0: i I'd rather have Lance Kedricks on the team for the week going forward. Enough said there. When's the last time Green Bay utilized your tight end anyways?
1: It's been an unfortunately long time.
0: It's been a long, long time. Bubba Bubba Franks was sweet. He was sweet (laughs) way back in the day. (laughs) Oh, God. So um, let's move on, shall we? Let's do it, man. Sammy Watkins came, you know, his foot has been hurt. He's like, oh, all of a sudden he's going to play. He's going to start. He hurt that in the Cleveland game. I know. Yeah. I was glad because I left him in my lineup. Like, here's, I'm in 20 leagues. So sometimes, like, I make mistakes. Like, I'm busy on Sundays anyways. So, like, and I left Watkins and it was late. And I was like, oh, if he doesn't play, I got to pick somebody up. And I was like, oh, I was going to pick up, uh, oh, who's going to pick up? I was going to pick up somebody for, like, the 8 o'clock and we actually did produce a little bit, too. And then by the time the 8 o'clocks, I forgot about that. I was like, okay. Hopefully Sammy plays. If not, I know they had somebody else off their squad. I was like, I'll just pick somebody up. Hopefully, sure. if not, I was like, get the goose egg. My yep. fault. And uh, they got he played, caught one ball, and that was it. And he was out because his foot hurt.
1: Yep. So apparently he was limping around in in warm warmups too. Like so, it, he didn't it, practice all week. He's he ain't, he's not right. And he kind of just kind of forced the issue. He probably wanted to play because it was a big game.
0: That was it. He just wanted to show face. They're paying him big money. He probably right. won to show face. Chris Kyle came in, held his own.
1: Yeah, held his own. I don't think, you know, obviously he's not, he's not a world beater by any, by any stretch, but you know, he did all right.
0: Yeah. Why can't he spade that big money? Still not producing in the high end here.
1: It's I, always been injuries though. It's
0: always been injuries, man. It's just. It's
1: unfortunate.
0: If he doesn't produce by next year, he's getting caught. Like, out of, like he's getting caught in Kansas City. He doesn't produce in two, within these next two years. Oh, going to say, they'll give him next year. I thought you. Meant That's what I'm right. saying. Two okay. years, not yeah, yeah, this year, yeah. but okay. after next. Well, I think it's guaranteed money's guaranteed for two years. Yeah. Um. Todd Gurley's got the ankle injury. I was to say. I
1: think we kind of, kind of. Or no, we didn't mention that. He had a down, a little bit of a down week, but he he was in and out of the game. He had the, he had the injured foot. Or, no, nothing long term. Or ankle. I'm sorry.
0: Um. Jeff Swaim, tight end, Dallas, wrist injury. Wrist injury. I had a wrist injury once. Once I hit puberty, <laughs> turned out it was just a strain. <laughs>
1: glad glad the doctor cleared you
0: yeah i was uh, i didn't go to the doctor i was too embarrassed it
1: was was just a strain so Dalton schultz they've been talking up in his absence um he has actually been getting more uh the rookie has been getting more playing time than the other two guys Um, you
0: mean blake jarwin's not a thing
1: blake jarwin's not really a thing remember blake i do from
0: uh, august of 2018 i do Looks like Blake Charwin might be the guy here. Yeah. It was first. It was Jeff. Then it went to Blake. And now who is it?
1: Um, Dalton Schultz. He's like the he's the rookie that they yes. drafted in like the fourth yes. round. So yes. Um, he's probably going to get the guy. He's probably going to get the most of the timeshare. I would say. Uh, but none of these guys are anyone you really want to start. Schultz is that Jewish?
0: I don't know. I'm just going keep racial profile. I, I guess. Named. I guess <laughs> that's where you're going today. Huh? <laughs> Jeff is that American? <laughs> Just wondering.
1: Dalton is his first name. and I think that's... Dalton? Definitely not American.
0: No. <laughs> what? Dalton. I have no idea. I don't even know how I feel about that name. I don't know if I like it or dislike it. All right. I feel like I don't dislike it. I don't either. It's fine. Like, I, if your name was like... I have no idea. Like, if your name's Bruce, like, no offense to you, but like, I just don't like the name Bruce. Like, hey, Bruce.
1: Okay. I get down with that. I don't You know really, what I mean? Just yeah. personally... Like, uh, not my favorite name. But. I,
0: my name's Richard. I don't think it's, like, the best name in the world. Like when they Hey Rich It's like oh okay Like it's my name So I'm used to it But like in the outside Looking in I'm like oh that's not Really that sweet of a name (laughs) You gotta get the joke All the time Like oh are you rich
1: (laughs) You'll always be rich
0: Yeah I'm like yeah a name My bank account Doesn't have all that money In there (laughs) Wish it did my Dynasty Nerds t shirt. Uh is there anything else going on here?
1: I think injury wise we're we're through, man. I, oh, I we might come have to something. Forty
0: one minutes, a couple of rants. Okay, good. Because there's only a couple of players you want to talk here afterwards.
1: Perfect, man.
0: It's amazing how these hours just pan themselves up. Yeah. <laughs> Matt just comes in, like, what are we talking about today? I'm like, all right, let's talk about these guys and this. Hopefully it turns into an hour. And we're the did. most we're the most unprepared podcasts in the world. <laughs> Keep turning on these hits, right? So Golden Tate comes out, um, and the coach is saying they're having a really hard time acclimating him in the offense. Looks like their playoff hopes are starting to get a little bit more dwindling. Looks like it turned out to be a really bad trade. Awful trade for dynasty owners. You know, in, in, in that Jim Bob Cooter offense, he was a really good fit, produced at a high level, catching all his footballs, goes to Philadelphia. He was the number one target on the team. He's just not producing
1: no it, it it's looking like one of those awkward fifth type of moves which you know like you said it- it really, it really hurts the people that were counting on Golden Tate's production. Like, like you were saying earlier, you had him as a as a wide receiver three, basically, and you felt pretty good about that.
0: Yeah, on my championship caliber team, and uh, yeah. it, it freaking kills my team now. kills sudden, my team.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden you're struggling, you're you're kind of limping into the playoffs, which is the last thing you want to do.
0: Yeah, Golden Tate is wide receiver three on the Lions, makes your team freaking awesome. Golden Tate's wide receiver team on Philadelphia is dumb. And I don't of know why these teams do this. You know, they're training for – Houston trained for Damaris Thomas. How'd he do? Oh, that was a big fat goose egg. Thanks a lot, DT. DT for the D-zero. DZ nuts. Killing me, Demarius. I think I don't have any Damaris chairs, but I'm speaking for the people that already have Damaris. Then Golden Tate, he goes to Philadelphia – What are these teams thinking here nine weeks into the season? They're just going to come into a new team with a new system and just magically find some magic rapport with this new quarterback that they're meeting while they're trying to learn the playbook and build this rapport with a quarterback? What? what, what? When does this happen where it's been good and successful? I don't know, man. Can you give me an example here where Team A traded for Player B and Player B just came in, picked up the offense, and just destroyed?
1: Destroyed. Played well. Well, I, I mean, I, I think Josh Gordon's starting to ease his way into playing well. But I mean,
0: that was that. Yeah. OK. What week are we in going to week 12? Yeah. OK. He was traded. What week two? Exactly. OK. Yeah. It so takes
1: a long time.
0: He's been there for almost a season. Yep. Do these NFL GMs not consider our dynasty teams? Not at all. What, what? What? I'm writing a stern letter. Yeah. All right.
1: You. That's the best thing you can do.
0: Who's the GM over there? Howie Roseman?
1: Howie Roseman. You okay. tell him.
0: Listen, Howie, first of all, that's another name I'm not overly fond of, okay? (laughs) Put over there with Bruce and Richard, all right? Howie. What's your name? Howard, I'm sure. I don't like Howard Stern. Howard's okay. But listen, you go by Howie, okay? Sound like you're a plush doll, first of all, (laughs) all, all right? You know? Here I am living in a glorious world of dynasty fantasy football where I'm in first place with Golden Tate and my wide receiver three. You take him away from me, and now all of a sudden here I am worried that I can't win a championship. And did you not just listen to my rant about winning championships? It's
1: all that counts, man. It's yeah. all that counts. Okay,
0: you, know, you should worry about your team that won a Super Bowl last year that doesn't forget how to play defense. How's that secondary looking at, Howie? Huh? How's that secondary? The only person I see stand out there is Malcolm Jenkins. Where's the rest of those defenders?
1: Howie Roseman doesn't care about you or your fantasy team at all or the glory that would have come along with the championship, man.
0: I'm like, Howie, listen. hates How good did it feel when you won that Super Bowl?
1: (laughs) I'll get the same feeling.
0: I literally feel the same way. And we're not even talking about like some Dynasty League Howie I joined this year. This is my 15-year-old Dynasty League. This is it. This is the glory. This is the birthplace of DynastyNerds.com. Don't give me that BS you've never heard of (laughs) DynastyNerds.com. Everybody's heard of DynastyNerds.com.
1: We know you're listening.
0: All right. You might not have a t-shirt, but that's your fault for not getting all the high fives, Howie. Okay? You need it with a name like Howie. You need it. (laughs) The only high fives you get are just people because they're just of your job. That's it. People don't love you for you, Howie. How dare you take away Golden Tate from me? So right now, Bruce Ellington's on the lines.
1: Bruce, Bruce Ellington is there.
0: So Bruce Ellington slides into that Golden Tate role. Marvin Jones banged up is marvin jones gonna play thursday Mm -hmm. probably not i bet you could trade for bruce Ellington pretty cheap what is bruce ellenton gonna give you i don't know only led the team uh second on the team in targets last week with nine caught six of those for 52 yards that's 11 points matt 11 points as your wide receiver three that's sexy not
1: too bad
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not a lot of things make my nipples hard but double-digit fantasy points get it done Giddy. every single time. Giddy, I giddy, mentioned giddy. 11 fantasy points. I got a tingling sensation. Wow. That's what it does for me. I love digital double-digit fantasy points. 11? You should see, have
1: them in every spot on your roster.
0: I could see a little uptick in that coming on Thursday Night Football. Guess who I'm going to be talking about tomorrow night on my TV show? Ooh. Bruce Ellington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signed that Golden Tate role. If you like Golden Tate, why not like Bruce Ellington, the former fourth-round pick, I think it was? I think that's correct. Did drafted by Houston?
1: No, I think he got drafted by San Francisco.
0: Oh, he was a San Francisco treat. Call him rice Aroni. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Bruce Ellington. Again, a nice little name you might be able to trade for. Super cheap, possibly. Maybe give up a third rounder, 19 for Bruce Ellington.
1: He might be sitting out there on your waiver wire right now.
0: I checked every waiver wire I have, and I'm in a lot of dynasty leagues. Yeah. Not one. None of them. Okay. Haven't checked any of my redraft leagues yet, but I'll do that when I go up to this podcast because yeah. I haven't. I just haven't time, man. He'll be there. In I'm redraft. falling asleep during Monday Night Football. I wake up today. It's Taco Tuesday. I go to work all day, get the kids off the bus, then come all of home, a sudden I'm work. Here. Uh, I go eat Mexican tacos with my friends and their family, and I come back here. I worked out today. Ran a mile today. Yeah, you do. Then you're here with a podcast. I have no time. I have no time. I got to pick up Bruce Ellington on my waiver wire. But if he's not on your waiver wire... 19 third? Too much for Bruce Ellington?
1: <sighs> that's a bo- that's like right on the border of where I feel comfortable.
0: If you need receiver help, there's not many receivers. That- I know it's borderline. Mm. Just talked about trying to win. If Bruce Ellington can lock himself into this number two role, we know what's going on, Marvin Jones. We know how long it's going to last.
1: I'd feel a lot better if it was a fourth because I could just throw away a fourth and not care. You know what I mean?
0: I'm good with that. Let's start with a fourth. Hey, offer a fourth and a fifth.
1: Yeah, who gives, who gives? Who gives? You know what the fifth is? It's start, toilet paper. You flush start it. Start with the fourth though. Yeah. Just start straight up fourth round. Back.
0: Usually with the toilet paper in the fifth round, you're gonna swipe a turd, <laughs> right? Usually in the fifth round, that's what you're gonna get. So here you are with the turd and the toilet paper. What are you gonna do with it?
1: <laughs> Your fifth wipe might be clean. You never
0: know. Every now and then, <laughs> you look back and you're like, "Hey, hey, I got it. I still gotta flush you because you know I'm not gonna save you for later." But <laughs> Technically, I'm
1: not going to double use you, but I hey. mean, you're you're good to go. Yeah. yeah, Right.
0: Have a safe trip. <laughs> uh, so maybe try and get Malcolm Brown. OK, I got Malcolm Brown for like a fifth mm-hmm. after we did the episode. So after I said go out and get Malcolm Brown, I got Malcolm Brown in three leagues. I got him for a fifth in one league. Uh, I got him for or oh, maybe it was like a fourth, I think, in one league. And then I gave up, which we just mentioned before is nothing. But a fourth is good enough. And I got, and I gave him two turds and another league for Malcolm Brown, so I feel good about that. When I do that for Bruce Ellington, they'll give, just maybe give you a little bit depth. See how this might progress a little bit. So you give him a fourth, you know, eh, ain't much, but then uh, right? You, maybe you don't even need that, but maybe you're just like worried about receivers. Maybe in the playoffs, what if Bruce Ellington gets a little uptick and he does that eleven points per game? Now you're in a nice situation matchup because the receiver you have is going to face Jalen and You're like, I want none of that. None of that here in week 14. This is serious stuff going on here. It's the playoffs. I can't be facing Jalen Ramsey in the playoffs. I know it's A.J. Green, but Jalen Ramsey's pretty good. I'm going to start Bruce Ellington over A.J. Green. I wouldn't really do that. But maybe you never know. Um. So, yeah, there's that. we got to move on here. Let's
1: move on. Then. we really. Um, got a couple, couple points here. So, Matt,
0: we can make a declaration here. Uh, Aaron Jones has finally been freed. It's safe to say, if you look over the carries, over you look at the, the, the progressions of the carries, that he is locked in as Green Bay Packers running back. Yes. Now,
1: good good call by the balls.
0: Some of you um, have been listening to this podcast for a short period of time. Some of you have been listening to a long period of time, but the crystal balls don't lie. I'll tell you that much. Because no. a couple of years ago during the draft, I pounded this table pretty adamantly and said, "Why the hell would you draft Jamal Williams in the second round when you get Aaron Jones in the fourth round?" who's probably going to be a much better running back long-term than Jamal Williams.
1: And here we are today. Aaron Jones looks too legit to quit. Too legit to quit. You might as well call
0: him MC Hammer because he's going to go out there and just bust a move. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, obviously he missed the first two weeks um, of the season. But other than that, I mean, he's only had like a couple of, of games under double digits. Or no, three under that were under double digits, but that was mostly usage. Now, now in the past few weeks, is, is when he's really come on and 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 busted out big time. You know, the thirty-two point game and a twenty-seven point game in in the past two weeks in PPRs. So, uh, I think this is obviously, and and if you see the performance too, he just as as per usual. I mean, as you know, since he's been in the league, he just looks really explosive, really good um, vision and. and is just a better, a much better running back than Jamal Williams.
0: Much better running back. And what's good is he's still on his rookie contract. So this is going to be a long-term production thing here for Aaron Jones. Right. Mike McCarthy took a long time for him to use him. Whoever is the next question uh, or next coach for him going forward, uh, I don't think we'll have that problem. I think Aaron Jones is locked in as the running back to own there in Green Bay. I think he's going to be viable for at least two years there in Green Bay. That window, this is somebody we've told you to buy. I think, countless times over the last year and a half, Matt. Uh, this
1: is one of those things where um, we've always said the running back in Green Bay holds value no matter like his real level of talent. It doesn't really matter because he's in such a good offense, and, and, and they they are so good at passing that the running lanes are going to be there. You know what I mean? It's You can't really stack the box against Aaron Rodgers. But he actually Aaron Jones is actually a talented running back so this this might flip things a little bit where um teams are going to eventually going to have to start committing a little bit more to this running game you know putting an extra guy in the box which is going to open stuff up to that that whole offense is just going to get kind of crazy you're looking
0: at a 15 to 25 point per week player yep here absolutely um, that window is officially closed on opportunity to buy him for I mean even any kind of reasonable price. I agree. Um yep. hopefully if you listen to the podcast for the last year and a half that you already own Aaron Jones because we've he's somebody that we preach that I've personally preached here um for a long time. Uh another just another thing I'm pretty proud of, I guess.
1: Yep, yep. And um, I and I, I mean I was always with you on the talent thing. I wasn't sure this year that he was gonna overtake Jamal Williams just because of the suspension and I, and I really just thought that um Mike McCarthy was just gonna be too pig headed. Too pig headed to put him in the line. Oh, he
0: tried. It's just Aaron Jones forced his hand. Right. It's just, when I watch back that Jamal Williams tape, I mean, every, again, sometimes people are like, why do you say what you say? And to me, it's very easy. Right. Jamal Williams,
1: you look at him and he just looks like a guy. Just watch the tape, man.
0: It's like, people are like, oh, why do you say not draft Aaron Jones? Why do you say not draft, uh, Samaj why why do why don't just watch the tape man it's like it's clear as day where some of these guys where their fancy production is going to come from it just look at it does he look like he's going to be a high end fantasy player no he's not going to be a high end fantasy player right. that's it doesn't say he's going to be a bad nfl player it's just again i'm here to win fantasy football championships dynasty fantasy football championships i'm not here to have good football players on my team who's going to score a lot of points that's all i care about okay yep. jamal williams is going to have 8 to 15 points per game sweet if you score touchdowns, Aaron Jones, you're gonna have 15 to 25 points per game. Pretty simple math. You're talking about 130 different points during a re- regular season. That's a lot. That's a season for some turds. All right. That's like a wide receiver three season. So for me, that window's shut. If there's still some way to possibly get Aaron Jones off of a roster, I am definitely do it. I'm paying the price. I'll give up a 20-20 first for Aaron Jones in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even play I wouldn't even think twice about it. Yep. He's here to stay. I think he's gonna ride out at the most, uh, at least his entire rookie contract with the Green Bay Packers, and then if he gets signed to an extension after that, a three-year extension for six, seven million dollars a year, then you really hit paper dirt. Do you think a twenty twenty-first is enough to get him, or do you think that's even not even enough at this point <sighs> now? Because that window is just slammed shut. They're caulking it as we speak. Yeah, I and think- then they're putting a board over it because the hurricane's coming through.
1: I think it's. I think that would be hard. To pull off that trade.
0: You own Aaron Jones, right? Yeah. I come to you. Say you're a middle of the road team. You're not a championship contender. Matt, hey, I'll give you I'm a contender. I'll give you a twenty twenty first for Aaron Jones. What say you?
1: I am a middle of the road team in the in the in the league that I own him, and
0: I would tell you no. Matt, I'll give you a twenty twenty first and a twenty twenty second for Aaron Jones. What say you?
1: You're you're starting to talk my language Are but you nipples nippleskin hard? Uh <laughs> he's <laughs> up here buddy <laughs> sorry sexy i mean sir um but um but i i'm, I'm i still hesitate so it, it's but one of those things.
0: you're maybe thinking about it it's
1: getting you're getting you're getting close all right so that's where we're at right now yep. so
0: aaron jones value is a 2021st and 2022 to even try to negotiate maybe you have to throw in like a Lashawn mccoy i
1: would uh i would that wouldn't even move. You. That wouldn't even move the needle for me. I would. I would tell you to take your garbage and 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 pedal it somewhere else. To be honest, you
0: just ruined all the negotiations we had going. You had me at twenty twenty first and second, but now you're gonna give me Lashawn McCoy. Deals off, buddy. <laughs> it's like that. Mike, it's Mike McCready in our league where I'm like, hey, I'm trying. He, he wants Robertkowski, also awesome, for me in 19 first. I'm doing a little bit negotiating back. All of a sudden, I ask for one little thing. He takes all the trades off the table. He's like, listen, <laughs> doors closed. He's like, come on, baby, door, just, let's
1: cheap, keep talking here. Your cheap salesman tactics aren't going to work.
0: All I asked was for Carlos Hyde. We're not even talking. Like it's Carlos Hyde. I just wanted to back up Leonard Fournette. I'm never going to start Carlos Hyde. If I start Carlos Hyde, I'm losing. You're doing better because I'm losing true statement. uh aaron jones aaron jones love him love him going for love him let's and then of course we talked about it a little bit earlier this day we don't have to go into it currently wide receiver one on the year mm. in fantasy football is matt
1: tyreek the
0: freak god hey he's just Hill. a deep guy he just goes deep right dude way does to prove it? the system wrong oh. and look at these guys look at these guys lately like antonio brown right, right. number one receiver forever smaller receiver yep Yeah. Brandon Cooks always throwing their thousand yard receivers, wide receiver ones all the time. Smaller receiver, Tyree Kill. Is he big? Uh five foot ten. He's so tiny. When you see him standing next to like Travis Kelsey I and know. stuff and like Pat Mahomes, you're like, look at that little boy out there trying to play with those f- destroying it. Destroy- ten catches, two hundred fifty yards, and two touchdowns.
1: Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham, five foot eleven. Wow. Yep.
0: Jarvis Landry, five foot
1: eleven. Yep. So where is okay here's the deal it's it's it, it's these guys can now they don't get touched anymore True You don't have to be 6 foot 4 and the most physically dominating guy ever Got to
0: reassess way we look at the position You right. really
1: do um so keep that in keep that in your head I mean it's good to be big and fast and I'll strong but you don't have to be big and fast and strong I'll take speed
0: anymore. and route running over right. a lot. I saw dude
1: Tyreek you, you can't touch a guy.
0: I saw Tyreek run a hill in that Monday night game, oh. a route that was so pretty where he rent went, stopped, right, left, stopped, came back yep. in and just what just wide open. And yep. with him, he needs a foot. And you he gotta really respect to
1: go. you have to respect him deep. So like comeback routes for that guy are gonna be open ninety percent of the time. You know what I mean? Like, so he's
0: wide receiver one on a year. Where's Tyreek Hill now when it comes to a dynasty startup rankings here? I mean, he's locked in with Pat Mahomes, right? He's locked in as a clear-cut number one receiver on that team. Players are there for a little while there as well. Um, I mean, where are we looking at Tyreek Hill? He's
1: 24 years old.
0: That's so gross, man. So, Odell Beckham ahead of Tyreek Hill. Yes. Yes. Michael Thomas ahead of Tyreek Hill. Yes. DeAndre Hopkins ahead of Tyreek Hill.
1: Probably.
0: Probably? For you, probably. For me, no-brainer. Okay. I'm taking DeAndre. Yeah. No,
1: he is. He's he, DeAndre is probably a little bit more consistent. He's
0: a, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's yeah. one of the best receivers I've ever seen. That's a true story. Well, we're talking, That's we're
1: talking nice. about fantasy football. Dynasty. I'm not,
0: yeah, I'm talking, about dy- no, I'm talking about dynasty. We're in a startup draft, right? The rule is in during the draft is, okay, everybody, we're only taking receivers first. That's it. So... That's We're in a crazy, dumb league. This is the rules. Right,
1: right. After that, though.
0: So we're talking Odell. Yeah. DeAndre.
1: Right. Michael Thomas.
0: Michael Thomas. Is it? Oh, I think that's wait. it. Until Odell I'll... Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas. Is that all we mentioned?
1: That's all we've mentioned so far. And I was iffy on the DeAndre Hopkins, but I, I, I will give it to you. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins is a better fantasy football asset.
0: Dynasty outlook. Yeah. So... Those are our three guys, coming in number four. Are we taking higher Tyree Kill?
1: Who would you take above him?
0: I don't have a list in front of me.
1: Okay, Devontae Adams.
0: Ooh, yeah, I would take Devontae Adams out of him. I wouldn't. That's fair though, only because I'm a Devontae Adams man crusher.
1: No, I understand that, but I wouldn't kill Rodgers. Would. with Rogers. I. I Patrick Mahomes. He... I get it.
0: Listen, I get it. <laughs> skills Pat Mahomes threw a couple interceptions in a game return for touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers doesn't do that. I know it's a high scoring game, and I love Pat Mahomes in his only a second year. I'm just saying. To me, they're equal. So okay. I'm just gonna take the bigger gotcha. Devontae Adams who sure. I think is gonna score more touchdowns. Okay. Listen. It's my brain. I'll rationalize it any way I want to. You could, ra-
1: you could rationalize it any way you want, but Tyreek Hill okay. scores a lot of touchdowns. So
0: we're still there. So we're still at the same point, though, where he's, okay, wide receiver 4-5 in five. a startup. Yeah. And for me, let me put it this way. I'll tell you this. I would take Tyreek Hill over uh, – that's where it's close. Tyreek Hill and Todd Gurley. Because mm. I'm taking those other three guys 100% over Todd Gurley in yeah. a startup. startup. So here I'm saying – here's the thing. I would take Devonte Adams over Todd Gurley in a startup. You might think I'm crazy, but I'm still I'm going long-term, less risk at injury position here. That's what I'm doing. It's just it's how I operate my nine teams. I don't take, I don't take running backs in the first round. I don't do it. I know. It. So, it's, it's a
1: solid plan. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 and I would do the same thing to be honest.
0: So to me, I'm looking here. My the, if I'm doing update my rankings tomorrow, I'm probably going. To me, I'm going Michael Thomas one.
1: I thought you just easy. had Od- Odell Beckham at one,
0: and I've never had Odell Beckham one ever. You just I've always said had DeAndre that. No, I just I was just naming receivers right. ahead of him. Oh, okay. right, here, here's my order: DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill.
1: You're not going to get a huge argument. Like I said, I, I would put I would put him ahead of Devontae Adams, but
0: that's it. Okay, I'm all right, not, that's fair. I'm fine with that. That's where I mean that's where he is now. Yeah, right? four or five. Uh, he's yeah. a top five dynasty startup asset. For a guy Tyree that Tyreek Hill, fourth round pick. Fifth round pick.
1: That and, and he, he went undrafted in some leagues. I know. I picked him up off the waiver wires in in a, in a league. Know who drafted him? Who? John Dorsey. Oh yes he did.
0: Brown GM. Yes he did. I love you, John Dorsey.
1: I would I I didn't I don't I didn't know who you I knew that
0: If anybody knows Jordan Dorsey, put him on dude John Dorsey's so hired me to crystal balls. Yeah, he does a good job, but no much better job if he could do if I was in that draft room.
1: If there were actual crystal balls in there, he's
0: like, Rich, you're only picking offensive players, John. That's the only tape I watch, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I can't break down linebackers for you. What are you crazy? These are
1: offensive crystal balls.
0: <laughs> you know you would have taken. Let's ask Elliot Wolf. He knew he wanted Aaron Jones over uh, Jamal Williams. You knew he did. Yep. You guys were there. You saw what went down. Don't Ted Thompson making you take <laughs> Jamal Williams first. Ted stupid ted going an excellent adventure that's it right that's it man i think we're done we're an hour and three minutes it's a long show
1: yes it is
0: it's a long show for talking about not i feel like for a show that we didn't have a lot of topics we got some really good information out this week yeah matt this is a great episode for you
1: thanks man you too
0: you did a great job oh thank you we'll be back next week talking about players that uh you should buy and trade for for long term um, guys that we just think will be a little bit cheaper as you get closer here where now we got to remember the draft pick love is going to start growing a little bit here. So guys that haven't produced yet at a high level, either going to their second year or third year, that we think are going to be good buys. So we'll have those guys for you next time, next episode, which will be back next week. In the meantime, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Obviously, for us football fans, Thanksgiving is just such a glorious holiday. It's my favorite holiday because you get it, it. It's super fat. And you get to lay it down. On your te- couch, floor, whatever, and watch football. football all day long. A ton of football, yep. And just keep getting fat. I love Thanksgiving so much, so much. So I hope everybody has a really good Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving too because it's not—it's a non-religious holiday where like everybody celebrates it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's like Christmas. You know, it's like right. Everybody, it's like Fourth of July, right? Everybody celebrates Thanksgiving in everybody. our country. Well, it's the only country that matters to me. <laughs> there are listeners listen, out there from other countries listen i don't know other countries we have a lot of listeners out mm-hmm. there from other countries we have some great people that live in europe some of our guys have been listening for day one mm-hmm. love all those guys um but here for us thanksgiving is a glorious day and it's gotta be a glorious day for you too because football's on all day for you too oh, so good i bet a lot of those people cook turkeys on that day just because <laughs> so it's like why are you cooking uh this turkey today paul paul hodges one of our uh Great long time listeners from, yeah, uh, from from Europe. From Europe. Uh Britain out there in London when I can't remember. Sorry, Paul. Um, but you know, Paul, why you why are you making that turkey today? You're not American. Gobble, gobble. Dude, I took off work. To, why? To it's a third it's a Thursday, today Paul. Today I am. There's football on all day. Mm-hmm. All day, all night. I don't know the hour change over there, like eight hours ahead. Someone on those lines. Something so, around that, yeah. I don't so know. So like either. the eight o'clock game for them starts at like don't know, six, like four o'clock then? That's... Or noon would be eight. Beats what? the heck out of me, man. Oh, so he doesn't even take off work. He just watched football all night long. He's taking off Friday. There you go. So, love Thanksgiving. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to check out some things like DynastyNerds.com, great stuff on there. I just I kind of updated my rankings uh, this week. Uh, we're still waiting for our new rankings to come out, new system come out. Obviously, the person developing our rankings are is obviously blind and got a learning disability because he's taking... <laughs> Eight months longer than he was supposed to take it because it's ridiculous. It's I don't know what's going on over there. But then when he does finish them, then Matt can update his rankings too. And I promise they're going to be awesome because we put all this new awesome stuff into it. But we'll never know. Uh,
1: we'll eventually know, Rich. If we
0: get him by twenty nineteen, my nipples would go hard again. I don't know. It's just by then, I'll be a marathon runner for real. <laughs> told you guys in the summertime, look out for these new rankings. It's snowing out here in Ohio. It's, Matt, it's, it's snowing in Cleveland, Ohio.
1: It's always it's. It's always a good idea not to promise things when it comes to updates. Of stuff.
0: I never promised anything. I just said what we were doing. I figured like, oh, that's close enough where I could probably make an announcement. That was six months ago. Uh,
1: next time we know.
0: The worst part is this is supposed to be a two-phase project, so we had something else that I thought like, we created with an idea that was going to be the most amazing thing ever for Dynasty people. This was supposed to be phase two. I don't even know if that's even come to fruition. But I meantime, can't even
1: remember Phase Two. It's been so long since oh, we talked about Phase sure One and Phase Two. But let me remind no, I, you, I, and
0: you'll see how awesome it was. No, I can. And, and I can't wait. We'll find somebody to build it. If you're a developer out there and you develop things and you can write code, hit me up. Hit me up. Hit me up. Let, let's talk. We will pay you. Yeah. I'm yeah. paying my own hard cash here to get this developed. Oh, also, I want to make an honest too. If you want to write for Dinosaurs. I haven't mentioned this for. A long, I've been doing this forever, and I keep forgetting about. It. We are looking for new writers to add to the site for content. We do pay our writers, too. So if you want to make an extra cash about writing about something that you love, just literally giving your opinion, there's nothing wrong with that. You just give your opinion. We publish an article if it makes sense, and you could be a uh, contributing writer for Dinosaurians.com. A lot of our writers have gone on to write out for like other big places, too. So it's a nice little stepping stone. If you're interested in writing it out for uh hit me up on Twitter. My email, rich at Dinosaurians.com right now is compromised. I'm still trying to get through that. I'm not really computer savvy or email savvy. Uh, But hit me up on Twitter, and I can put you. We we can. I give you my other email. I just want to get that out right now because it's. I don't blame you. You don't want to
1: give out your personal email on Um, the podcast.
0: uh, But besides that, still check out dynastynews.com. Up to my rankings. Make sure you check out the Dynasty T-shirt. Christmas is upon us. There's no better present for Dynasty lover than Dynasty Nerds T-shirt. And I don't lie to you. It's the most comfortable T-shirt you will ever wear in your time entire t- t- life.
1: We do have a nice red one that would that would go with some Christmas green. Ooh,
0: very very very. Mm-hmm. Red, black, gray. I got a couple cranberries back there. Ooh. Might not be on the site, but you might be able to be up on Twitter. I We're getting really low on shirts. So I'll order a new batch here soon, too. And then we'll maybe do a Christmas sale or something. I don't know what we'll do. If you want to talk Dynasty fans, football, we'll will up on Twitter. I'm at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. Check out the site at DynastyNerds.com uh, or follow us site at DynastyNerds.com. And for the Christmas fair, if you want to give us something for free, you can leave us a rating or review on iTunes. All of them are great. Except for our last one, they gave us a two-star because they said we're not funny. But that's all right. Can't please everybody.
1: Can't please everybody. Yeah,
0: I hope your name is Fred and you drop dead. Another name I'm not really <laughs> over. Like, if you also, if your name is Bruce or Howie or Richard, please don't write me and tell me I'm a jerk. It's just my opinion. My opinion is just as good as everybody else's. It means nothing. It's just my opinion. Okay. Opinions
1: are like buttholes. Yeah, they're names I don't like. All right? Everybody's got one. Most people stink. Leave it at that.
0: God bless America. Good lord. Gobble gobble. Gobble gobble gobble.